Summer driving is here, and so are the red-hot deals on the best tire brands at Dobbs. Money saver June deals on new sets of Goodyear, Cooper, Continental, Michelin, and Pirelli tires. Click on GoToDobbs.com to find your next set of tires today. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on GoToDobbs.com today. With Mark Saxon and Tanner Hendrickson, I'm Brandon Kylie. It's BK and Ferrario on 101 ESPN. We'll talk about Wayno and what he's done this season, which is just remarkable, honestly. Coming up here in just about 10 minutes or so. But right now, we're going out to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line to be joined by one of the best baseball analysts in the country, for my money. He's Mike Farron, host over at MLB Network Radio. You can follow him on Twitter, at Mike underscore Farron. Mike, we always appreciate the time, man. How you doing today? I'm great. How are you guys? We're doing fantastic. So let's start out. I I always love getting the national perspective on the local teams when we get the opportunity to do so. Mike, what's your impression of this Cardinals team? Um, oh man. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's about what it is locally, right? The fans feel exactly like you do. (laughs) I mean, well, no, I know. I mean, I think like, listen, they're, they're like losing Jack Flaherty for two months just absolutely train wrecked a lot of this for them. Right. But I think it's an inconsistent offensive team. And as much as they've made a couple of big moves to upgrade the offense, the last few years, the complimentary pieces haven't consistently been there. And, um, you know, the bullpen is frustrating because it walks a lot of guys, even though everybody throws a bazillion miles an hour. And, you know, I should be talking about Wayne Brandon, like he's been, unbelievable like he's had a great year and they had to count on a 39 year old to really help carry them so um you know i kind of feel like they're about where they should be record wise which um you know is is like actually a little bit better than what their run differential says it should be so um you know i i don't know i i just i haven't felt that really and, and maybe i'm the outlier in this even when they were you know won a couple of divisions recently I didn't feel like they had a great team ever. Um, you know, I think they got on a great run in the second half in 2019, but, but I just feel like there's, you know, the, the, they're still kind of like a little bit short in terms of talent to be able to compete with Milwaukee and maybe even Cincinnati this year. Yeah, and I think that run you talk about, Mike, in 2019 was largely fueled by what Jack Flaherty did, right, in the second half yeah. with a sub-one ERA. I'm curious. I mean, Goldschmidt had a good second half, too. Yeah. I mean, th- th- the other part is, like, at the All-Star break, I mean, Paul got really hot and I think helped to carry that offense. But you're right. I mean, Flaherty was dominant. Well, what we are seeing now is finally kind of Paul Goldschmidt getting some forward traction in this yeah. season and whether he – you know, we kicked around whether he might have had an injury that they weren't reporting early in the season that was bothering him, but he kind of looks like Goldschmidt again. You saw that for years out there. When he locks in, is there anybody you've covered or watched, you know, con- consistently who really kind of just performs um, almost at the same level week in and week out? 
Um, yeah, that's a good question because I got here in 2016. Okay. And that was kind of at the run where Paul, at the end of the run where Paul from week to week was Paul Goldschmidt. Mm-hmm. He had a little bit of a blip in the middle in 16. Um, 17, he had a stretch where he struggled a little bit and then got crazy hot right at the same time that J.D. Martinez did. Mm-hmm. And 18, he got off to a really rough start and mm-hmm. then was unbelievable for three months. So it's hard to say that at this point, at least the Paul Goldschmidt that, that I covered and the, the one that's here now, I don't think that there's – I'll put it this way. I don't think there's a lot of dissimilarity between what he is now and what he was maybe four years ago in mm-hmm. terms of that, where the, the maybe the – um, valleys are a little deeper than they were early in his career, but in terms of presence, in term, and I realize that that's you know non-analytical and mm-hmm. the nerd in the conversation mm-hmm. might probably be using something other than that. But in terms of presence, in terms of quality of at bat, in terms of you know when he does get his timing right, I mean he he is capable of of giving you a two or three month stretch where he is you know one of the best offensive players in the league and. You know, listen, he, and I know we've talked about this before. He always brings it defensively. He's a tremendous base runner. He's a great resource for the other hitters. I think one of the things that has been cool in the last month, even though, you know, and it's helped the Cardinals get over 500, was the fact that he and Arenado finally got hot at the same time, you know? So, um, I, I mean, I think that there's, there's a lot to like about Paul, but I, I don't know that it's quite to the level that it was in, like, say, 2012 to 2015, but he's still, you know, for my money, one of the best you know, three or four first basemen in the league. We're talking to Mike Farron here on 101 ESPN. Mike, it's interesting. I We're, we're totally with you. And what I've been surprised by is I, I think people have been slow locally to catch up to the fact that Goldie's been awesome basically since May now. He's batting 300 in that stretch. He's yeah. got an OPS of 870. So his season has completely turned around since it seemed like he got healthy. You mentioned earlier you think they're just missing a few pieces that these other teams have, whether it be the Dodgers, the Giants, the Brewers, maybe even the Reds. What do you think those pieces are? Like, if I put Mike Farron in charge of the Cardinals, you become John Mosaylock for this offseason. What are you targeting for this team? Well, well, first of all, in order to be John Mosaylock, I'd have to have a bigger budget to be able to match him on the fashion front because that guy dresses like nobody else. A cardigan, maybe a bow tie. We can get this We can get this I mean, figured out. You better start studying fashion now if you're going to yeah. do that, Mike. No chance that I'm going to be able to, to catch up to Mo on that level. Um, you know, I think that there's a couple of things that, like, I mean, obviously Carlson, I think, is an important piece. O- O'Neal, I know, has had a really good year and, and has been, you know, great for for the most part, it's been very good for the most part. Um, you know, I, I'm kind of curious to see how he finishes. I would want a little more time on that. Um, I think, you know, upgrading the middle infield is probably the easiest thing to do. I mean, Paul DeYoung, I went back and looked at this, I think, earlier when the Diamondbacks were playing the Cardinals this year. And DeYoung has really hit under 200 since, I think, the beginning of May or middle of May in 2019, the year mm-hmm. that he was an all-star. And so, you know, that, and that kind of surprises me. I thought DeYoung was going to hit a little bit. I had questions about the defense. Um, so, like, I think, I think, you know, their second base, putting Edmund into more of a utility role, I think those would be spots that I would look at. I would think that if you can upgrade with a little bit more certainty in an outfield spot, I would do that. Um, you know, obviously they're, they're, you know, I would make sure that you bring back Bueno and, and Molina because I think that, that if you were the general manager of the Cardinals and you didn't do that, 
you'd be run out of town on a rail. So <laughs> there's probably a little bit to that. And I, and I think just finding a little more consistency in the bullpen. I mean, that, that's actually a pretty long list of things to do. You know, it's a really good free agent shortstop crop. Um, and I think that there are some good second basemen that could be available, you know, either via trade or, um, you know, in free agency that, that might be able to help you there. But the problem is that they're just not going to, like, they spent a lot of money on Goldschmidt and Arenado, even with the, the Rockies taking back $50 million. I mean, Nolan makes a lot of money, and I can't see them necessarily doing that. So the question is, can you trade for those guys, or can Nolan Gorman be part of the answer? You know, I think there's probably more power to come from Carlson. I don't think he's going to be I, – I, I think he's going to be a really solid player. I'm not sure that I've seen superstar with him. But I think that there's, you know, they're starting to kind of turn the corner a little bit in the outfield, especially if what we've seen from O'Neill this year is real. Um, so, like, I think those are kind of the spots that I would look at. And, yeah, I just think changing up the mix, I mean, as much as anything, I know that that's not a, a real analytically driven thing either, but there are a handful of teams. The Cardinals strike me as one. The Mets strike me as another. You know, I think the Phillies are another. Those are just three in the National League that I can think of. That really, uh, if I were were consulting for those teams or or in that front office, I would say, hey, you know, sometimes we just need to change out similar personnel for different personnel in an effort to just try and get a little bit different feel here. And I, I, that's something that I would think is a little bit tougher to try and prove. But that's just kind of my feel from watching them play the last couple of years. I mean, I don't think any of the issues that they have now are all that different than the ones that they had a couple of years ago. We're talking to Mike Farron here on 101 ESPN. Hey, Mike, we've got you on while there's some breaking news in baseball, so I wanted to get your thoughts on this. Uh, okay. The Padres just announced that they have fired their pitching coach, Larry Rothschild. Um, the Padres hmm. have obviously been struggling mightily over the last few weeks uh, at a minimum. It might even go back a little bit further than that. And a lot of it is just pitching health. Like I don't know how much of this is on the pitching coach versus mm-hmm. the pitching health. But what have yeah. you made of their struggles of late? It's been super surprising here locally. I, I'm frankly stunned. We are now in late August. The Cardinals are three games above 500. And there's even any talk about them being in the wild card. But the Padres struggles have kind of led to that. Well, yeah. I mean, the Padres, I mean, if, if the season ended today, the Padres wouldn't go to the playoffs. Yeah. The Reds Amazing. have passed them. So, you know, I, I mean, listen, I, Larry Rothschild's been a really good pitching coach for a long, long time in in the majors. And I'm not sure that changing it up is going to do that much to really help them. I mean, sometimes it's, you know, somebody gets blamed for what's going on, even if there's, you know, it's not really their fault. And I don't know if they're hoping to change the mojo or the mix or what, but like, let's look at what's going on with the Padres pitching staff. Hugh Darvish is hurt. He was a little bit ineffective before that happened, right? Joe Musgrove's been pretty good all year. He had one blip, but, but generally he's been pretty good. Blake Snell has been really inconsistent. But Blake Snell had some inconsistencies when he was in Tampa Bay, too. You know, he has a Cy Young Award, and we all saw you know, him get pulled off the mound in the World Series last year and pitch well in the playoffs. And so, like, there's exciting stuff with Snell, but he hasn't been the most consistent starter even before he got to San Diego. So I don't know that you can put that on, on Rothschild. He hasn't really had Denelson Lament this year. Chris Paddock is hurt, and Paddock was inconsistent you know, last year and, and um, this year, which I don't necessarily think you can blame on Rothschild. And they haven't had Mike Clevenger at all this year. I mean, like they, they've had a lot of injuries that have impacted them. Their starters are the major issue. You know, th- Their offense hasn't been quite as consistent as you would want it to be, but with Tatis back, it just – 
changes the complexion of it. And I, I just don't like. I guess I don't get it. I don't understand unless there was some sort of major philosophical difference between Larry and and either you know Jace Tingler or or you know the front office. Like I, I'm not sure that I understand. But I mean, yeah, this is this one kind of surprises me. Um, and it sounds like it was. I mean, the the way the release makes it sound like it was Jace Tingler's decision. So I don't know if there's something in the preparation that they feel like needs to get better, but. Um, you know, letting go of your pitching coach with six weeks to go in the season is unusual, to say the least. All right, Mike, I want to put you on the spot. And be, yeah. be prepared to duck on Twitter, all right, after you answer this question, if there's such a thing. Uh, so you mentioned that for reasons of just fan bonding, that the front the Cardinals front office would be remiss if they didn't re-sign uh, Yadier Molina and, and Adam Wainwright. If I were to say to you, I think it's the right term, Mark. Okay. If I were to say to you, <laughs> strictly based on your analysis of the player, would you bring back Yadier Molina? For okay, let me give you more. Let me give you more information. For nine million dollars per year, which is what he's making now. I mean, if I'm just looking at the stat line, probably not. But. Knowing his influence on the pitching staff, um, and knowing that he's still a good defender, you know, I don't know where, where the framing metrics have him right now, but a I'm lot assuming lower, he's actually. Yeah. pretty well. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, they could be lower, and he's still, you know, mm-hmm. I, my guess is he's still pretty good at it. He also yeah. is probably, as much as they try to bake into those pitcher command, it can be really tough to do, mm-hmm. um, especially when you have, you know, bullpen that has had, there's, Missed their spots as consistently. Hey, you don't have to be kind. They've been terrible with command this year, Mike. Well, no, I mean, like, listen, but, but I mean, like, listen, sometimes you get dinged for a pitch that, that starts on the inside part of the plate and, and you're, that's where you're set up and you end up catching it on the outside part and it gets called a ball, you know, even though it's still a strike, that's not Yachty's fault. Sure. So like yeah. that, that's, that's command issues. Right. And sometimes even with the, the effort to massage the numbers, it doesn't pick all of that up. I don't think offensive production at catcher is what's doing in the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. So I think there are ways that you could address that either in the middle of the field or if mm-hmm. you want to find you know more consistent offensive you know offensive corner or you want to end up with a few platoon um, you know pieces that help to fill that out. I mean, again, you need to be able to have the payroll flexibility to do that in free agency or the willingness to part with prospects to make trades. And, and we know the Cardinals have, have parted with some pretty good outfielders over the last couple of years, <laughs> pretty good players over the last couple of years. I mean, listen, you got to trade good players to get good players. I get it. But so I, I don't think that that would be that just based on the fact that, you know, he's what his OPS plus is like in the seventies or eighties, that that would be a, uh, a death knell for me for, with the Cardinals. I mean, I would, I would talk to him about hitting down at the bottom of the lineup for mm-hmm. sure, but, I, I don't I I mean listen I think all the other stuff that that Yachty is valued for all the the stuff that's less tangible I totally buy into that and so mm-hmm. I don't know that you're going to find a better defender there not to mention I'm not sure like who's the better option who are you replacing him with you know is it Kisner who's you know like I mean I get that they think he's you know part of their future behind the plate like there's a lot to like with Kisner but you know is that it or are you going to go outside and try and trade for a catcher or are you going to try and sign one in free agency like 
you know, who is it that's going to replace him, and and what's the cost there? I think all of those things have to factor into it as well. Mike, you're the best man. We always appreciate the time. Thanks so much for hopping on with us today. I always enjoy getting your insight on the Cardinals from afar. Thanks so much for hopping on. I'll talk with you again soon, my man. Yeah, anytime. Take care, guys. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you 24-7 with supplies and solutions for every industry and access to product specialists ready to help. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Peloton's best offer of the season is here. Get up to $300 off accessories when you purchase a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. Choose from a variety of accessories like our cycling shoes, a heart rate monitor, non-slip grip dumbbells, and more. If you've been looking for a sign to join Peloton, this offer gives you everything you need to get going. This limited time offer ends November 28th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer starts November 14th and ends November 28th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.